Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Pet Milk Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The first evaporated milk, Pet Milk, presents Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick Legrand, Tyler McVeigh, Gloria McMillan, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Keith Fowler and directed by Max Hutto with music by the King's Man and Billy Mills Orchestra. Here is a picture of a happy man. No particular reason for it. He just feels good. Rambling home from downtown, singing. Shrimp boats is coming. They're dancing tonight. Shrimp boats is coming. The uh, song, in case you don't recognize it, is Shrimp Boats. The singer, Mr. McGee of Fibber McGee and Molly. When they're tending their nets Why don't you hurry, hurry, hurry home? Why don't you hurry, hurry, hurry home? Ah, it's great to be alive. Hi, Tootsie, how's my favorite wife? Fine, dearie. What's new, kiddo? Here's a letter for you. Just came. Oh? Bureau of Internal Revenue. Yeah, sure. Huh? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. What do they want? They got nothing on me. I paid my taxes. What do they want? Well, I don't know, dearie, but don't get excited about it. Open the letter up and find out. Okay, I'll open it up, but... I don't mind telling you, I'd rather open up an atomic bomb with a dull screwdriver. (laughs) Oh, this is murder. What is it? What is it, dearie? I haven't read it yet. (laughs) Let me see. It says, Dear Sir. You see, it's not so bad. They call you dear. Hmm. Dear Sir, please come to my office. Uh Uh-oh. At your earliest convenience. Oh. And answer a few questions. Signed, C.J. Jones, Deputy Collector. Hmm. <laughs> Sounds pretty vague to me I wonder what kind of questions he wants to ask you well, What do you think? Probably stuff like You had any experience breaking rocks? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe were you ever in Alcatraz before? <laughs> now that's silly, dearie Your tax returns are always perfectly honest, aren't they? Sure, they're honest Making out honest tax returns Is the sacred privilege of guys that earn as little dough as I do <laughs> Well, then why are you worrying just because you got a letter? Look, Molly, them revenue guys don't write and tell you to come in just to swap fudge recipes, you know. (laughs) They found something. Well, now, maybe you just made a little mistake in your edition. No, no, that I ain't worried about, thank goodness. Any guy with the type of mathematical mind that I got that I can add numbers as fast as you can throw them at me don't have to worry about. Throw me a couple of numbers. I'll show you what I mean. (laughs) Okay. 17 and 21. 63. (laughs) So... At least I know that's one thing I know. The right answer is 38. You sure? Positive. I'll see you on visitor's day, kiddo. <laughs> now, McGee, don't get into panic and... T- Come in. Well, good morning, Dr. Gamble. Hello, Molly. And good day to you, Droop Snoot. <laughs> Hi, ham stitcher. Pull up a Davenport and sit down, but sit down easy so you don't bust all the springs. You're in your usual charming ill humor today, I see. Hmm. Why so sour, puss? <laughs> Lumps in the oatmeal this morning? No, he got a letter from the tax collector, Doctor. <clears throat> Wants to ask McGee some questions. You know, he's more rattled than a gourd in a rumba band. 
Yeah, but I ain't guilty, though, Fatso. They got nothing on me. They can't prove a thing. They got... I'm not... Why, guilty. of course they can't prove a thing. Don't you worry. Betcha. And look, if you need a character witness down there to vouch for you, just call on me. Oh, well, gee, thanks, Doc, you old man. Would you come with me, Doc, would you? Be glad to. I'll put them straight. Gentlemen, I'll say this lad is not the chiseler that everybody thinks he is. Good. I've often played golf with him, I'll say. That's the stuff. And what if he does pick his ball up in the woods when nobody's looking and toss it on the green, I'll say. Huh? And then pick my ball up and put it in his pocket. Where were you hiding? Behind a tree. <laughs> Furthermore, gentlemen, I'll say, just because in the last pool tournament, when the game was tight, he shoved the ten ball in his in the pocket with his elbow doesn't prove anything. <laughs> Who told you? Holy. Hmm, dirty snitch. And yeah. just because his friends count their fingers after he shakes hands with them, just because he wouldn't even play solitaire with himself anymore, just because oh, he wouldn't... Oh, doctor, even... doctor, please. Yes, Molly? Skip it. I'll fight this case myself, that's all. I'll get justice, too. If you get justice, son, I'll see you in 1980. <laughs> so long. Fine, big, fat friend he is. Cheerful as a carbuncle. But gee whiz, Molly, they can't send me to jail, will they? <laughs> I didn't do anything to no, them. No, no, of course they won't send you to jail. People get letters like this all the time, McGee. Yeah? You know, I remember Uncle Dennis got a letter from the tax collector one time. Yeah, yeah. What'd he do? What'd he do? Well, uh, come to think of it, he did 30 days. <laughs> Maybe it was 60. Oh, my gosh. Well, bye, George. I ain't going to take this thing lying down. I got proof for all my figures. I got receipts for all my tax deductions filed away. Where? Right here in the hall closet. What? The hall closet? Got to, I'll get them out and sort through them. Oh, no. Don't open that door, <laughs> McGee. <laughs> Straighten out that closet one of these days. Billy Mills in the orchestra and the little white cloud that cried.
another box full of tax deducts, Molly. Help me sort them out according to years, huh? Heavenly days. What a mess. Now, I'm going to need all the figures I can find when I see that C.J. Jones, kiddo. Them tax guys are rougher than sandpaper pants. <laughs> well, they struck their match with you, dearie. <laughs> Don't you get it? Strike a match, sandpaper pants. Ain't funny, Mrs. McGee. <laughs> well, we can't all be dynamite. <laughs> Here's two ticket stubs from the Bijou Theater, entertainment. Put them in the 1950 pile. Let's go again sometime. <laughs> that was fun. Next item is a lunch check from the Ritz Vista Hotel, the sump room. <laughs> that was 1949. That's called... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Come in. Oh, hello, Mr. Mayor. Hello, Molly. McGee. Uh, hi, Latrivia. Watch your feet there, boy. I don't want these important documents scattered around. What are you doing? Building a nest for your pet mouse? Or getting ready to line a birdcage? No, Mr. Mayor, the tax collector wants to see him. They're after me, Latrivia. They're closing in on me. They're going to question me. I got all my deducts together here for proof. Well, you don't expect the collector to wade through that conglomeration of parade route sweepings, I hope. <laughs> Haven't you any books and records, McGee? Books and records? Yeah. Oh, sure. In the way of books, I got Black Beauty. <laughs> The Rover Boys on Relief. <laughs> Tom Swift and his electric grandmother. <laughs> and a copy of Forever Amber that Molly put a padlock on. I didn't mean and that. And for records, I got Cohen on the telephone, the two black crows, and I wish I could shimmy like my sister Kate, played by Saxie Shapiro and his hot Hawaiians. <laughs> Why are you interested in my bix, books and records? Forget I mentioned it. Okay. Well, hey, I just happened to think. Maybe you can help me, Homer. What kind of relations do you have with the Revenue Bureau? McGee, if that is intended as a wise remark about my poor cousin Wilbur, he resigned. <laughs> This collector's name is C.J. Jones, Mr. Mayor. Yeah, you swing any weight with him, Latrip? How about getting me off the hook down there, boy? Are you suggesting I use my influence as mayor in your behalf? You said it, babe. <laughs> McGee, to countenance such improbity would be an act of perfidious nepotism rendering me vulnerable to allegations of the most odious and delinquent malfeasance. <laughs> Could you hit that with a hammer and give it to me in chunks? <laughs> I won't use my influence. Oh, that's what that means. That's what it means. <laughs> What's more, I couldn't if I wanted to. Hmm? This man Jones is a recent arrival in town. I don't even know him. Well, introduce yourself to the guy. I need help, Latrivia. My gosh, if you'd talk to the man, you might at least have a good word for me. I have several good words for you, McGee, but I can't use them in front of Molly. Good day. <laughs> Well, this is the last box of deducts, Molly. Almost all sorted. Yeah? Yeah. Heavenly days. You don't throw away a thing, do you? Streetcar transfers, cancel stamps, match covers. You betcha. Them guys may railroad me to jail, but by George, I'll go down fighting. Here, medical expense, six bills from Doc Gamble. It's all the same bill, McGee. He sent it to us six times. <laughs> That's okay, that's okay. On my tax return, I added them all up and just divided by six. 
Oh, here, put these receipts in the 1951 file. Mortgage payments on the house. Why would payments on the house be deductible? Oh, you can deduct part of it if you use your house for an office. But you don't. Didn't you write a letter for me at Christmas time? <laughs> yes. And don't you sometimes sit on my lap? <laughs> yes. Well, kiddo, that makes it an office. <laughs> Next item is repairs on our marble Venus with the clock in her stomach. (laughs) That's deductible for entertainment. (laughs) Entertainment? Sure. I laugh my head off every time I look at that thing. (laughs) Well, I hope Mr. Jones... Come in. Hello, Ollie. Well, hello, Mrs., and you too, McGee. Oh, hi, Ollie. I'm busy on this income tax stuff. They want to see me at the revenue office right away. Hmm, income tax, huh? Yep. I don't suppose it's much of a problem for you, though, Ollie. No, pretty soft with all your kids. Mm, I don't know, McGee. Now, you took my littlest kid, little Sven. Yeah? For him, the government gives me off $600 a year. And that's bad? No, but wait. Oh? Since just the first of this year, Sven has fell his six mud puddles, yeah? tore his britches twice on barbed wire fence, fell out of three trees, two walnuts, and one weeping willow. <laughs> Doctor bills and new clothes, eighty-five dollars. Well, the profit's beginning to fade. Then he tied tin can on the tail of our dog Jupiter, who gets excited and runs out in the street, tin can, tail and all. Oh, dear. And a fella driving a nineteen forty-two convertible tries to avoid Jupiter, hits telephone pole, and converts nineteen forty-two convertible into nineteen fifty-two Yonkey. Repair bill, which I paid $365. Oh, it's darn near faded. So far this year, Sven has swallowed a dozen marbles, yeah. a penny whistle, a hop-along Cassidy badge, and a little tin alligator, which was surprising the cracker yak bar. <laughs> Cost of having Sven pumped out, 70 bucks. Heavenly days. Then yesterday, he gets hold of my mess's purse, and he swallowed 16 cents in small change that ain't been pumped out yet. <laughs> Total cost to spend, $520.16, and we got ten months to go. Now, that kid's no deduction. He's a liability. Yes, but I bet Ollie wouldn't take anything for him. <laughs> well, sometimes I would, Mrs. Used anything. <laughs> well, good luck with the taxes, McGee. So long, both you fellas. So long, Ollie. <laughs> The King's Men and Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Walking, walking, walking up and down. Pounding, pounding, pounding the cement. Far away from home in a big lonesome town. I'm busted, haven't a cent. There's a pawn shop on the corner in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I walk up and down neat the clock. By the pawn shop on the corner in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania But I ain't got a thing left to hawk She was peaches, she was honey And she cost me all my money Cause a whirl round the town was her dream Took her dancing, took her dining Till her blue eyes were shining With the sights that they never had seen If you should run into a golden-haired angel And ask her tonight for a date She'll tell you somewhere there's a rich millionaire Who is calling again about eight I'm late There's a pawn shop on the corner in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania And I simply must get five or ten On the pawn shop on the corner in Pittsburgh 
Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Gotta be with my angel again. They've already got such an awful lot of what I used to own. I even tried to hock the phone last night. Now I'm really low, don't know where to go to get a little dough to keep her little halo shining bright. So the pawn shop on the corner in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, will just have to give me a ten. On a watch for a filling to satisfy this mania, gotta be with my angel and then I'll feel like a million McGee, the collector's office is just down this hall. Here. Yeah, you think we brought everything, Molly? I hope I can answer that guy's questions. Don't drop them boxes. I won't, and stop fretting I hope now. I can pick out the stuff I need when that Jones starts firing questions at me. Hey, maybe I ought to take a lawyer with me. You want to wait here while I hunt up a lawyer no. and take a look? Okay. No, McGee. Come on now. Mr. Jones isn't going to have you shot at sunrise. No. His letter merely said, oh, hello, Mr. Old Time. Hello there, kids. Where are you going? No place. I got a note to see the tax collector wants to ask me a few questions, old-timer. Uh-oh. Too bad, Johnny. Uh, Sorry, Pop, I ain't still a tax collector. I could put in a word for you. Yeah, who'd he collect for, state or federal? Nope. Papa just freelanced, son. Oh. Work for yourself. <laughs> Bought him a badge that said collector and worked the small towns, mostly. Oh. He done real good, too, Papa did, till the government moved in and ruined him. Arrest him, did they? Worse than that, daughter. They started sending out their own collectors, and the competition got too tough. Papa wrote a nasty letter to Congress about the government competing with private industry, but they ignored it. Well, he's lucky they did. I wish they'd ignore me. Huh? Papa gave them collectors quite a one for their money, though. He did, eh? When the feds started asking people for 10%, Papa cut his rates down to 5%. Really out for business, was he? Government wanted people to fill out a lot of forms, but Papa told his customers they didn't need to do that if they took off of him. Just drop their taxes in his hat. Very simple. <laughs> he must have been. Well, Papa always claimed competition was a healthy thing for business, too, kids. That proved it, too. Yeah? Now Papa retired, the governor's, uh, government's got a monopoly on taxes, and just look how the prices went up. <laughs> like Bessie was saying to me yesterday, Bessie... Oh, say, how is Bessie these days? Oh, just fine, daughter. She's waiting outside for me now. I'm on my way to the license bureau. No kidding. You're finally going Made to... up my mind yesterday, Johnny. Oh, oh fine. I says to Bessie... Bessie, I says. When a fella gets to my age, he don't like to be alone anymore. That's right. I says, fella needs a companion. Someone to be with him always, Bessie, I says. Someone to share his joys and his sorrows. Yeah. So what did Bessie say? Johnny, I never seen Bessie so tickled. Yeah? Says she'd been wondering when I was going to think of that. Well, good. She drove me down here to get the license. Oh, that's wonderful. So you're finally going to get married. Hey, married? Well, no, daughter, I'm going to get me a bird dog. Dog license bureau Hey, you don't think Bessie thought I meant, uh-oh, I better run, explain to her. No, I better just run. Oh, my goodness. And you think you have trouble, McGee. Well, here's the man's office. Come on. You, uh, you sure it's the right office? Well, it says Bureau of Internal Revenue, C.J. Jones, Deputy Collector. Look, maybe I ought to run back home and phone for an appointment. Maybe he's too... McGee, the note said at your convenience, didn't it? Yeah, but... Okay. Just remember, Molly, whatever I've done wrong, I've done it for my little wife. You're sweet. I'll write to you every day. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, sir. Yeah. You'd like to see someone? Yes, I would, sis. I'd like to see my Uncle Sycamore for a minute. He's 2,000 miles from here, and I'd like to sit on his lap just once more before hush, they take dearie, me. Hush, dearie, hush. My name is McGee, miss. Mr. Jones sent us a note and said... Fibber McGee? Yeah. Oh, yes, Mr. Jones did wish to see you, sir. Step right in here. Mr. McGee is here, Mr. Jones. Oh, good. Now, look, Mr. Jones, I admit I might have made a few simple errors on my tax return. Everybody makes mistakes, but I never cheated, and I can prove it. Whatever I'd done wrong, I can prove that I was just stupid. Yes, he can. <laughs> he can get any number of people to swear to that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know what questions you want to ask me, but go ahead and ask me. You can't send a guy to jail for being stupid. McGee, I have just one question. <laughs> what is it? Are you the Fibber McGee that went to school in Peoria and sat behind a kid named Chucklehead Jones? Well, uh, yeah, but what that got to do with my... T- oh, my gosh! You! Chucklehead! Yeah, that's me! Well, good old Chucklehead Jones! <laughs> oh, boy, am I glad to see you! Me too! Sit down! Oh, hey, Fibber, remember the time we tied Elsie Bupp's braids to the back of the chair? <laughs> Remember the cow we put in Miss Fiditch's office? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but how about my tax returns? Oh, your tax returns are fine. Huh? Hey, remember the little girl that used to carry your books home from school all the time? <laughs> Whatever happened to her? She carries hat boxes full of old tax records for him now. <laughs> Where is there a wastebasket? Yeah. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, and you remember when we put the cap and gown on Atherton's Jenny Mule and drove him to commencement? Yeah, he sure. <laughs> the superintendent gave him a diploma and swore he thought it was you. <laughs> I remember that. He said he thought he recognized McGee's voice. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you remember that fat kid that got stuck in the culvert and I, I whittled out a paddle and rented out the seat of his pants to the other guys for a penny of whack? Yeah. Who was that kid? Me. <laughs> Boy, those were the days, weren't they? Yeah, I wouldn't go through them again for 80 million bucks <laughs> Me either Good night Good night, all The first evaporated milk, Pet Milk Brings you Fibber McGee and Molly each week at this time Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you? Thank you.